0: Pod Save the Queen!
1: Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. There is a lot to talk about this week. It has been a busy week of announcements. We'll be talking a lot about Meghan and Harry's big news later on and obviously the outcome of their court case as well. Um, But first of all, as I say hello once again to my friend and colleague, Daily Mirror Royal Editor Russell Myers. Hello.
0: Hello. We look like we work in a call centre. Dan yes. has given us new headsets.
1: We have new headsets. Told
0: me, told me to stop shouting into the microphone. So let's see how it goes. It would be better than last week. I do apologise.
1: Eight minutes Apple, ended up on the cutting room floor. Oh
0: dear, that's to do with the Apple AirPods. I thought they were be I know. Hopeless, hopeless. Other but earphones but. are available.
1: But I think it did mean that our discussion about how would we find out if Meghan and Harry did have another baby was um, did end up on the cutting room floor, and was probably a good thing because we didn't predict the way that they did announce it. So oh, it's surely, even,
0: surely, someone came up with monochrome picture. did nobody say that?
1: No, not not on us. We should. I mean, it was a, it was a slightly aside to part of our conversation. If we'd given it a bit more thought, then maybe we'd have figured it out, but maybe not. But first of all, I think we should start with um, Prince Philip, because he's obviously 99. He spent two nights in hospital as a precaution. We are recording this on Thursday morning. The episode will be going out later in the day. So obviously things may have changed by then. Obviously, we would hope for the better and that he might either get some visitors if he's allowed them or be able to go home at some stage. Um, But Russell, what do we know so far?
0: Well, we do know that he uh, was taken to hospital on Tuesday evening on the advice of uh, royal doctors. Uh, True to form, he didn't want to make a fuss. Um, I think we've come to know that from the Iron Duke and the amount of times he's been in and out of hospital over the years for various treatments that, um, you know, he wants it done with the minimum of fuss. However, he had been battling an illness. Uh, we don't know exactly what that illness is or whether it relates to any pre-existing conditions he has. However, he had been battling it for a few days and so uh, he was feeling quite poorly and um, and uh, then saw the doctors and the doctors did advise him to go to hospital. So he wasn't admitted as an emergency admission. He was taken to the, uh, the King Edward VII Hospital in central London. Obviously, he's staying in Windsor at the moment with the Queen where they've been isolating for, gosh, nearly 11 months on and off now, isn't it? So he was taken there by car. Um, he walked in unaided, we are told, and uh, and was last night in good spirits. There hasn't been any update today by the Palace. I've just come off the phone with someone there. And, um, you know, we'll, we, we may have an update later, but I don't think they are going to be having, uh, you know, a running commentary on this. I think that they um, expect him to stay in hospital for a few days. Um, he needs some rest and recuperation is how it was um, explained to me. But there is some good. Good news i think because um they the palace were at pains to stress that this was not covid related and that, i think that's quite important obviously the queen and duke of edinburgh had had their covid vaccinations um a few weeks ago and uh you know the way things we're, we're doing things in the uk is that you have uh, a 12 week gap between your first and your second jab so we're pretty sure don't know for certain but pretty sure that they haven't had their second jab um so he has you know, by way of the science, I think it's a two thirds of protection from COVID. And um, so he would have been tested before he went into hospital. And um, and I think he will be tested daily in his room for COVID as well. But certainly people we've spoken to at the hospital assured us they have the strictest measures in place um, for, for COVID um, at the hospital. So um, at the moment, it's just a, a waiting game, I suppose. Uh, but people at the Palace were were, were tempering expectations for any sort of rolling news commentary on it and uh, we just wish him well in the meantime.
1: Absolutely and it's relatively similar kind of in the wording to when he had his previous hospital stay when it was kind of precautionary for a was it treatment of an ongoing condition or you know it was something that was not designed to scare the horses if you like.
0: Yeah I mean in 2019 was probably the last time he had uh, a period of a few days in hospital, He spent four days at the same hospital in central London just before Christmas. He was allowed to go go home just before we saw those pictures of him, not looking too well. It must be said, and I think in, you know the pictures uh, we've seen of him last summer at Windsor Castle and, and into the autumn. He he absolutely looked um, a million times better than he did after coming out of hospital that occasion. I mean. Just looking at his crib sheet, he's, he's done well um, over the last few years because he's been in and out of hospital. I was looking at it yesterday and he's been, you know, blocked, blocked coronary artery, bladder infections, abdominal uh, operation, surgery in his hand, hip replacement a couple of years ago. So he's still, um, you know, fighting fit. And when we spoke to people at Windsor, um, you know, only a couple of months ago, probably around Christmas time, people at the at the um, household were saying that they often see him sprightly walking up and down the corridors of Windsor Castle. So he's a, he is a very very fit man for his age. But obviously, there will be um, quite some concern at his age, ninety nine, four months off his hundredth birthday. And uh, you know, I think he's he's probably in the the best place for him at the moment.
1: Absolutely. But hopefully he'll be able to get home soon and look forward to the day when, well, hopefully he will get to meet multiple grandbabies. He's got great grandbabies. He's got Princess Eugenie's great grandbaby arrived. I'm losing track in the space time continuum recently, earlier this month, let's say. But now obviously this week there was the big announcement from America um, on Sunday evening on Valentine's Day. Might, uh, I would imagine it might have uh, ruined your nice dinner with Mrs. Myers, did it, Russell? <laughs> as, as as the picture emerged, and like uh, how how did it, how did it come out? I mean, I'm sure everybody will have seen this um, black and white picture by now of Harry with Meghan in his lap. She's looking up and in, in adoringly into his eyes with her sort of knees up and her her baby bump and sort of a flowing Californian style dress. And as people have said, Prince Harry trolling us with his bare feet because it's far too cold here. So everybody's wearing fat socks. So, you know, how how did they release this to the world? Because we kind of all saw we saw the outcome and it was everywhere immediately. But how did it how did it emerge?
0: Well, it was really interesting, actually, because it was a flurry of activity on Twitter on the uh, on the sunday night it was sunday wasn't it i'm losing track of the in the space time to the continuum um so I, I my phone was lighting up and it was all dropping and uh you know certain members of the media who are uh, part of the friendly contingent i think they've been dubbed by team sussex but they were tweeting um picture the picture obviously that was taken by megan's friend a london-based photographer missan harryman um quite a striking image actually i mean Obviously, the monochrome—they've come to uh, use this quite quite well, haven't they? But um, the fact that it was taken on an iPad while Missan was in London, and obviously they were in California, is an absolute triumph because it looks like a, a professional shot. I'm sure there's been some editing here and there in some form a form of app or another, but it's um, it's a it's a great shot. It's by by a tree of life, I think, that was just how it was described with. You know all sorts of connotations about and fertility the girl, and what garden
1: representing fertility and yes. yes, all of
0: this, all of that. I mean, it was it was quite nice. Apart from Harry's feet were getting a bit of a, it's a unwanted attention. I think that is um, Arthur Edwards, the our esteemed colleague and royal legend photographer at the Sun, was quite critical of Harry's feet being in the foreground. Said it was ruining the picture, um, and I think some people <laughs> other people have had a, a bit no, of a, um, a that's a, total. A, a,
1: total relaxation like
0: you I, know I quite liked it I thought it was quite sweet the um Megan looks absolutely blooming she probably she probably over five months I would say you know some others uh, were suggesting maybe she's um maybe she's about six or seven but uh, she she looks quite big but apparently you're bigger in your in your second pregnancy I'm reliably informed
1: yeah a friend a friend of a friend of mine is like yeah your body remembers how on it yeah it just it just goes quickly sometimes
0: Although so um, I was surprised I was surprised because I just thought we'd just get a um you know there had been a, a lot of talk over the last few months because Megan had asked for this uh, delay to the trial for at least nine months um we were led to believe she didn't want to travel for some some reason or other and obviously that was uh, because she was pregnant and and had 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 a miscarriage last year and um quite rightly had had been given the right to delay that trial agreed by Associated Newspapers. And the issue, um, uh, I thought, would be that they, you know, they were, everybody's on Zoom. Nobody needs to see anybody from the waist, well, from the chest down. Probably be a good job with my, my, my case of kids <laughs> can't stop eating flatjacks. <laughs> but, but I thought they'd just pop up on, you know, on somewhere like, Listen, welcome to the world, our new baby. Um, so I was quite disappointed that we got the announcement I suppose because I thought it would have been rather cool to just say there's of... a baby.
1: Well it would have been but I think I think there's a, I think there's a few different things in that. So one of them I think this picture is very reminiscent somehow some of their sort of official know well, the private engagement photos that yes. they did when it was, was the I mean it's a little bit basic because it's black black and white so I'm just drawing the parallels but that it, that's what it kind of took me back to and that it's their space and the thing that the way they've chosen to represent themselves and they've always um I think when they shared a picture um related to their wedding and you sort of had I think it was their was their christmas card that year wasn't it with them with their mm. backs to the camera and the yeah. and the fireworks that was black and white as well so I think there's that I think in in terms of the timing, it's come immediately after the ruling in the court case, which obviously we'll we'll come back to and, and discuss imminently. Yes. Um, so I think there is that aspect to it as well. Just a couple of uh, quick from listeners Elizabeth Wyckoff says such exciting news applause and like a a happy hugging face judging by how far along Megan looks perhaps it might be a June due date she says Karen Fuller says I'd say May by the looks of her but I thought Archie would be early April so what do I know laughing emoji face and she says tips for having a second one give yourself some grace and get out a lot it's as much of a change in your life as having the first one though you feel more confident with the day-to-day stuff feeding bathing etc and get the toddler involved early in the excitement I wish we'd done that more with our son as it took him a long while to adjust to not being the only kid in the house. And Cheryl Williams says, congratulations to the couple. Nothing negative, but she's already cradling the stomach, um, laughing, crying, emojis faces. Because that was, you know, that was one of those areas where people felt that Megan was getting criticised in her first pregnancy for always holding her bump and whatever. I mean, you know, do we what you like. we go
0: there again, are we? I mean...
1: No, <laughs> although, I mean, I think you know, people... I think it is fair to say that immediately after the announcement, you did get the the um, tinfoil hat people who say that it's not a you know all of the the same conspiracy theories and nonsense as last time. So just a whole a whole other level of of not criticism. It's not criticism. It's cri- conspiracy theories and it's nonsense and ridiculousness.
0: Ridiculousness. Yeah. Imagine. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Um, the other thing that I wanted to say is um, you know. <laughs> There were all of these, I think, I know we did a story in the week of like all of the signs that we missed that Megan was pregnant. I think I think probably all of us were pretty certain that Megan was very definitely pregnant, but it's not, we, we talked previously about how, you know, you can't, you can't... Um, rules in the uk around announcement of pregnancy and that kind of thing it is a it is a personal decision it is very it is very personal to a couple as harry and megan know things can go wrong as as they did last summer and so there is a and there is also that thing of essentially what you're doing is saying that someone is fat so if they're not if they're not pregnant so i think it's you know if you look at if you look at the christmas cards i was i was i was fairly convinced that you know there would be there was a baby on the way looking at that christmas card even like the way yeah. the placement of the dog and like the she's kind of got the baggy shirt and things um and then you know there's a, a colleague at work saying you know everyone's on zoom meetings I'm oh, just that's happy. why they
0: did that prism that prism effect yeah. of the christmas card it hides I, didn't, it. I didn't even i you know probably guessed or you know there strong strong rumors in november when they were delaying this trial so I just sort of presumed, yeah. So yeah, it's quite a, a good ploy, actually. Put the dog in front of you, do a prism aspect of the of the photograph. Yeah, it hadn't occurred to me because of, well, yeah, well, and I just think it's down to respect, isn't it? I mean, a, you know, a couple or a woman should be able to announce it when they want, especially given their history as well. Um, I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, it didn't. The rumor mill didn't take off even more, but it's good to see some people being respectful to their to their wishes
1: and you know great that they did actually want to to share that with people and share some happy news because we can all deal with some happy news right now um so the i mean the court case was one of those big clues around the sort of as soon as there's someone asking for a delay for nine months i mean why nine months i mean nine months it's such a the only thing you ever think of with nine months is pregnancy but anyway there we go so the time So the ruling happened last Thursday just after we had recorded. Um, So we didn't talk about it last week, so we should talk about it this week. Elena Elena Green got in touch saying, um, with a little bit of a quote, from something saying, however, Mr. Justice Woolby decided that Megan must face a full trial if she wants to challenge the issue of copyright of her letter to her estranged father, Thomas Markle. A hearing to decide matters on the copyright claim is fixed for March the 2nd. I'm very confused by the news coming out about this judgment, says Elena. I thought Megan won it all. I'm sure you'll discuss this with Russell. Looking forward to you two clearing things up. And I have to say, I totally agree with Elena in terms of the sort of level of confusion around the sort of the different aspects. And I think part of it is because reading Megan's statement she said but for today with this comprehensive win on both privacy and copyright we have all won so she was claiming a total victory in it but albeit there is still this other there are still other elements of the court case to come so Russell what what happens I mean clearly clearly Megan has absolutely won that round essentially where are we what what happened what did the judge have to say
0: well i think it was a slam dunk case to be honest obviously there is this uh, point of order that the uh, the judge did say that megan had uh, won convincingly in his judgement on the privacy element and uh, he was reserving judgement on the copyright uh, part of the case that said it um, he still wasn't sure about whether megan was the sole author or the co-author of the, uh, of the letter to her father. And the reason that he said that the copyright um, aspect of the claim should go before a trial is because if, um, if that was to be challenged by um, somebody like uh, Jason Kanalf, who was the um, communications secretary at the time who had seen or discussed, shall we say, the, the letter with Meghan before she sent it to her father. Um, and I think this relates to damages more than anything. I mean, my prediction is that we will not see a trial. Um, I would be surprised if associated newspapers did appeal the judgment- because, uh, the, uh, the way things stand at the moment because uh you know legal experts are saying that this is such a um such a a water watertight case. I mean I'm am still quite surprised because I did think that it would be the other way around and I think a lot of people did think that as well that the the copyright aspect of the uh, of the case would be one convincingly and, and convincingly and the privacy one would perhaps be a little more difficult. But that's perhaps why I'm not a barrister and <laughs> <laughs> and neither are the rest of the uh, you know, the royal commentators and PAC. But, yeah, I mean, a a resounding victory. I think that uh, the judge said uh, Megan had a reasonable expectation that the contents of the letter would remain private and that the mail articles interfered with that reasonable expectation. Also, I think, which was quite damning, he said, taken as a whole, the disclosures were manifestly excessive and hence unlawful. There is no prospect that a different judgment would be reached after a trial and certainly associated newspapers have been left rather battered and bruised after this i think because it's cost an awful lot of money it's been going on for two years um both sides wanted their day in court um thomas markle certainly wanted his day in court he'd been prepped and ready to to face megan um across the stand at the high court if need be but you know, one section of people who would be breathing a massive sigh of relief is uh, the people in the palace and the, and the royals themselves, because they certainly didn't want Meghan, uh, one, for it to go to trial and have the sort of dirty laundry of the, the palace aired in public. But certainly they did not want um, Meghan having to take the stand and uh, to, to what sort of media attention? that would be and that was before she'd signed the deal with oprah so yeah I know we'll come
1: on to that in <laughs> a minute, on, but... coming on to Oprah momentarily but like i think when i was reading what the judge had to say because obviously any judgments like these will always impact on how our legal department or any other newspaper legal department or lawyers for any you know anybody who feels that they're aggrieved they'll look at previous judgments and see what what was said and I think the interesting the thing that I found particularly interesting was the way they talked about it being excessive and um, I should have reread this before we started doing this but what from what I remember and what the discussion that I would be having with the legal department in you know potentially over future stories is about how much is appropriate and that potentially some information can be used to illustrate a point or counter an untrue narrative essentially to provide a different side of the story but these essentially they were publishing these letters pretty much in full because they could and because they they had them and so it was excessive it was it was doing it not for a sort of a narrative but for a a sort of peeping tom look into someone's life and relationship with their with their dad that was that was how I interpreted what the judge said and that word excessive and how much you can um how much of anything that you can use that is not is not yours or is sort of from a different from a different place is always an interesting question but anyway we'll we'll let the lawyers deal with all of that stuff so it's all well right. again
0: they'll, they'll be definitely pouring over it and uh, associated newspapers have said that they will take some time and advice i think uh to to really consider whether they do want to trial i mean megan has spent over two million pounds on this the associated newspapers had spent similar sums and obviously they'll be lumbered with the costs now and any kind of damages i mean i know there was reports saying that they would they would be looking for damages around you know several hundred thousand pounds in the region of sort of three three to four hundred thousand pounds five hundred thousand dollars so um whether this will draw a line under it will it change I i know that megan spoke in her statement about precedent of uh that would be created from this I'm not sure. I think that um I think there was one or two commentators saying during the week that maybe this would we would see a situation because the rules are quite different in America, whether stories may be leaked to American press first and then, you know, is it is it open season once a story appears in American press for other global media to repeat it? I don't know. I mean, um I think we will see uh, a different re, re, certainly a different relationship with the with the sussexes and they've um, they've already set set that out how they want to deal with the media haven't they so um we'll, yeah we'll, we'll see
1: well i think the other thing was in megan's statement when she was essentially um sort of uh, slating inaccuracies or misin- misinformation whereas actually the cases that were brought it wasn't about accuracy and whether the information was was true or not it's about whether they had a right to publish it and whether it- it was private and whether they had the sort of the legal rights to that, to that well, so the, i think uh, that's interesting
0: on, on that point i think that that was um you know the the, the statement was widely used as a broadside against the media and i don't think you know necessarily that was the time or place he's talking um i'm mean, just looking at it now talking about uh you know they've been going on far too long without consequences these for these outlets it's a game uh, the damage they've done have, can continue to do runs deep. The world needs reliable, fact-checked, high-quality news. What the Mail on Sunday and its partner publications do is the opposite. I mean, I think that is, um, you know, that's pretty punchy because there are, Associated Newspapers is a a hugely successful campaigning newspaper. They've had, um, you know, huge huge success with uh, with COVID, you know, doing the Mail Force programme. You know, getting PPE into onto front lines. so I just think this whole this broadside against the company and indeed the media at large was probably um, probably uncalled for.
1: But that's her view, and she had a platform, so she, she shared it out there. But anyway, let's move on to Oprah, because I think this is the bit which has really, <laughs> really put the cat among the pigeons, and everyone can hardly quite imagine. I think it's, it's due to air, I think, just after the date for the next court hearing, I think, I remember, in the, the calendar of the space-time continuum. But anyway, Michelle, I think, probably summed it up in terms of the week pretty well when she messaged to say, uh, while well, I'm very happy for them and anyone welcoming a new baby after a loss I can't help but be, be but to be so dumbfounded of the hypocrisy that two people who so crave their privacy are about to go on a tell-all Oprah show like really must be paying the mortgage with that deal you can be sure of that um, and it, the kind of the the this contrast <laughs> between the wish for privacy and having just fought a massive privacy case then um doing the big baby announcement and uh, and then particularly signing up for the oprah um oprah show has has sparked some conversations the daily star one of the uh, tabloid newspapers in the uk um a stablemate of the mirror and the express who've they've been having some fun with this for a while i think we've talked about it before so if they do a picture of harry and megan they'll put the little sort of um Oh, it's not quite. The, the Rangers or the eyes, across, yeah. as if they're protecting as if they're their protecting their privacy, so that you can't recognise who they are. But uh, so the the front page on day one was: you couldn't make this up. Publicity shy woman tells 7.6 billion people I'm pregnant. And then there's a sort of a, a captioning the pictures: real, a totally normal couple doing normal <laughs> things. Right, some actors doing some acting with the with the um the scene from notting hill where they 're lying on a bench and he 's reading the book and she 's you know basically' it's a woman lying down with a baby bump on a man 's you know on her partner so it, it you know I can understand why people heard some five that quite being similar funny. i mean it is i mean the, so the, i mean the star 's front page it absolutely captured a particular view of exactly. how they are seen. Let me just read you the the fine words that were written um to uh, to share with you a shy woman famous for hating publicity told the entire world last night i'm having another nipper in scenes that could have been straight from a rom but weren't the ex-actress and her ginger beau chose valentine's day to announce the terribly exciting news the couple shared a black and white picture of themselves, sat under a tree, thought to their Californian home, but it looked incredibly similar to a heartwarming scene from 99 film Notting Hill starring posh Brit Hugh Grant and Hollywood royalty Julia Roberts. Blah, 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 blah. Day two, the Oprah announcement. This might cause a bit of a kerfuffle. Publicity shy couple to tell all to Oprah. On the front, a publicity-shy couple are trying to stay out of the limelight by telling TV queen Oprah Winfrey about their totally normal lives. And then the thought for the day in the bubble at the top, who the hell is doing their PR? So, yeah, anyway, uh, and then it references later, uh, Oprah being a guest when the couple tied the knot at an intimate, low-key £32 million ceremony in 2018. <laughs> so I think the, the people who put that paper together had a lot of fun Um you know, putting putting a particular view us. Yes.
0: Yeah, it has been a lot of fun. One thing we can clear up is that apparently they're not being paid for the interview, but I mean what a platform to be on. I mean, there will be hundreds of millions of people who will watch this, uh, one would assume. I mean, uh, it's going out on March the 7th. CBS are very, very excited about it indeed. It was actually revealed um, by ITV that they had found out that this was going ahead and then CBS hurriedly put it out and, and, and put out a press release that it was happening. Um, I mean, Gail King, uh, the Good Morning America host and very good friend of Oprah was speaking this week saying apparently nothing is off limits uh, in the interview. They She has been told that, that she can ask whatever she wants. So I think not only does this create, you know, nervousness in the palace, this will be um, something that they wouldn't have wanted to happen. Harry and Meghan didn't tell anyone at the palace. They didn't tell any of the senior royals. Certainly everyone was finding out about it at the same time on Twitter the other day. Um, And the issue really is here, you have just won a a huge privacy case in the House of, uh, in in the High Court. Um, and now you are allowing a broadcaster to ask you anything you want about your private life. Nothing is off limits. I mean, it's quite a contradiction in terms. Um, and everybody will be wa- waiting and watching to see what exactly is discussed and whether, you know, there were some reports that the Queen does trust Harry, that he won't put his foot in it or disgrace himself or the family. How, But... You know, these things do not go to plan, do they? Let's look at Prince Andrew's uh, cataclysmic performance on BBC Newsnight just recently, a year ago. And then um, if, you know, even further back, you look in the 90s, and we're still talking about those two interviews now, Princess Diana and Prince Charles' before her. So it's, um, you know, it's an absolute uh, disaster waiting to happen, potentially.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think each of those cases is someone where they're wanting to put their own narrative over and tell their side of the story and I would expect Megan would be more able to tell her side of the story in the way that she wants it told with Oprah than Prince Andrew was able to with Emily Maitlis partly because obviously there were serious allegations against Prince Andrew and it was exploring that and Emily Maitlis is like a um what's the word not an attack dog but you know she is a a proper
0: proper journalist a proper investigative journalist who will uh
1: you know april winfrey does does good interviews but it's a very different forum and it's with a different purpose and it's not a you know it's not an investigation into oprah into megan's you know how it all went it's not that kind of thing you you you'd imagine she'll get a much easier ride and if she says actually i don't want to answer that i would imagine they would cut it whereas if prince andrew had said i don't want to answer that they would totally have left it in
0: sure um no doubt uh it won't be arguably won't be this big investigative piece however it's a 90 minute special they're going to be speaking perhaps over a couple of days it hasn't been recorded yet um but whatever Meghan says in terms of her relationship with the royals, the reasons why they left for the US, her treatment by the, her perceived treatment in her eyes by the media, um, you know, there will be sound bites out of it, won't there? And they will be absolutely pored over. And I'm not just talking about the media; they they'll be watched in and listened to intently by the members of the royal family that they've been they have left behind, and anything slightly untoward, will be quite damaging and hurtful, I imagine. Um, listen, I think it's going to be absolutely, uh, I, can't, I can't see it being a damp squib. Oprah Winfrey will want the, they'll know the attention that is on this, and they will certainly want it to be a success.
1: Absolutely. And, I, you know, I think whatever they say, whatever they say, people will be looking at what they do say and what they don't say, and, you know, sort of not talking about things is often as much of a problem as, as talking about them, but here are some comments from listeners, thank you so much to everybody who shared their views on our Instagram, at PodSave. so please do, do join in the conversation over there anytime you like you're always very welcome so Sandra Blauman says, in the middle of a pandemic, I really hope she keeps things positive and doesn't start complaining about the royal family etc I'm a regular listener to the podcast, great to hear it Sandra, great to have you with us and I think that's a reference back to uh, the documentary that they did in Africa when they were talking about how hard their lives were when they've been visiting various um people who lived in much more deprivation or challenging circumstances than they often did. Um, Vicky Levkov, Lukow, they've certainly gone Hollywood, haven't they? I don't begrudge them that fact, but it does not speak to a couple who want privacy. Courtney Flores I was both surprised and not surprised on this news I thought they would stay away from an Oprah interview maybe I was naive with that thought however I do think they are doing the interview as a marketing and publicity strategy everyone pays attention to Oprah this is the best way to launch Archwell even during a pandemic I'm sure they will talk about their projects and why they chose to leave as working royals however I don't think they will air their date. dirty laundry as some people say that's never been their style I'm not sure I agree on that but um Anyway, It so the-
0: definitely is their style. I mean, look at the ITV documentary with Tom Bradby. There was, um, you know, to, they, they spoke about everything. They spoke about the, the relationship with other royals. Um, they spoke about the relationship with the press. Meghan saying that nobody had asked her whether she was OK. That was perceived to be a dig at other members of the royal family. I think that this is certainly an opportunity for them to air their grievances and perhaps... Um, I mean, it was described to me this week that someone had said uh, that the, the dates had been brought forward because they knew they were going to lose their patronages uh, because of um, the March 31st deadline coming up for the 12-month review of them leaving the royal family, and they wanted to put across this notion that they had made these decisions of their own volition, that they made it look like they were stepping down rather than the queen Stripping them of um of their patronages, which has emerged this week, actually. So it just there does seem to be a lot of tit for tat going on. Um, and I I find it quite sad. It didn't need to be like this. Why I just don't understand why they are doing this Oprah interview if it isn't for score settling. Um, and you know Harry, they both look very very happy in that in that photograph. They've got another baby on the way. I suppose we will see it on March the seventh, won't we? Everyone's going to be watching it intently.
1: It is. I mean, I guess if if they do use it to talk about their new projects and put some flesh on the bones of what's happening and and that kind of thing, then then great. I mean, it would be interesting to see how much of the ninety minutes is actually um, the interview and how much of it is advertising. Because I'd imagine they'll get some quite um, oh, true. quite, <laughs> quite yeah. good advertising, yeah. not just He's... for vegan lattes, but well, when you watch
0: American them. television, it's always it's like every seven minutes or something. It's, it's... There's loads of adverts. However, they will be speaking about um, their yeah, their new Archwell Foundation, what their plans are for the future, um, and may, maybe it will all be sweetness and light, and I will be proved wrong.
1: Well, we shall say It's more for, of, for the first so time. <laughs> well, it's a weekly occurrence, Russell. It's probably daily, but we only get to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> weekly. Um, some more comments from listeners. Sylvia um, interesting that you ask as I actually did think about this I think it will all come off lovely and totally stick to their agenda. I worry that every word gesture or look will be torn apart by media and those who don't like them. Sigh The problem I think is they tend to be perceived as not as genuine as their words and causes convey. I'm hoping for the best Purple Heart. Just my two cents. Smiley face praying emoji and a Canadian flag. Hello to our Canadian listeners and to you Sylvia Karen Edney. So much to discuss here. Cannot believe they again seem to steal the thunder from eugenie bad form really bad form never a good idea to air your laundry dirty or clean in public we all know how that turns out as you guys talked about the documentary that didn't go down well then diana charles and andrew sometimes it's better to say nothing at all cannot wait to hear what you guys have to say don't hold back russell and you're always so very diplomatic you make a great pair
0: oh (laughs) (laughs) see i'm diplomatic or you are
1: Oh, well, I mean, I, I couldn't possibly comment. Russell. <laughs> so I think so, Karen, um, in terms of talking about stealing the thunder from usually with the baby announcement, I think it's I mean, it's easy. It's easy to think that because Megan was um, she was pregnant at Eugenie's wedding and then announced it just after that. So, I mean, it's just it's just an unfortunate coincidence. Like it's not she's not done it to take down princess I mean princess usually probably doesn't really care she's changing nappies and dealing with a tiny baby and you know it's I don't know it's it's unfortunate it gives people a talking point I, mean, I have to say it was one of those things that I did think oh awkward it is just it's just in the just after usually taking the baby home again as well but you know that's life and and people have pointed out as well that mike and zara tyndall announced that they were pregnant just after megan's miscarriage article had um had come out so you know things happen when they happen to a certain extent indeed indeed so that's my take on that one. Um, But it didn't stop me having the thought, it's a guilty thought. Anyway, Sina Oh, Hey, I am from Germany. Hi, Sina, if I've said your name correctly. um, I love the royal family and your podcast. I'm a bit of a dichotomy. On one hand, I'm excited to hear what they have to say and happy for them that they seem happy. On the other hand, I don't quite understand it. They wanted to live more privately, but I feel that they would have been more protected as royals and could have done some good and launched some projects. Now they still live in the public eye. I really hope the family knew about the interview before the public you don't know what it's like behind the palace walls but i get the feeling they're a bit selfish sometimes um so russell was saying that they they didn't know about it and i think going back to the point about the dirty laundry earlier they sort of don't i mean they're not going for the full just been playing rugby in the mud dirty laundry version it's the sort of nudges and winks and you know they're not they're not going in boots in but they they do manage to say enough that it's clear that they sort of are pointing the finger and um, unhappy with things. So an American PR professional, Jean Lynn, she commented as well. She says, I've been watching their media strategy closely, beginning with the drip strategy of revealing little bits of their life stateside. The goal was always to do an interview with Oprah, whom Meghan had only met once prior to the 2018 wedding. Obviously, they want to be celebrities and philanthropists in the vein of the Obamas. However, the Obamas had eight years of public service before becoming media personalities, and they have a lifetime of experience to draw from. Does anyone care to hear about Meghan's expertise in acting or Harry's experience in the military? Their only currency is their relationship to the British royal family and their personal lives. It will be interesting to see how they balance public versus private lives. So, very very interesting times what's your uh what's your theory how's it going to go down or i mean how how upset are the palace about this whole situation or well, worried about
0: the the interview i mean yeah it's definitely it's put the cat amongst the pigeons to put it mildly i think that the very fact that harry and megan didn't tell anyone about it and, and everyone was finding it out at the same time um suggests a lack of respect i think was the overriding feeling certainly they don't have to um they don't have to tell the the palace or of their of their every movement but this is going to be an absolute blockbuster isn't it um it's up to them how they play it but uh, they're no longer working members of the royal family which was at the palace were at pains to 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 describe during the week um but I don't know. I mean, I I, 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 st- I, still think that Oprah Winfrey is a master of her craft and she will want it to be the best success it can be. This is going to be watched by millions upon millions of people. And uh, we are going to be talking about it for weeks, if not years, potentially. And this could be a completely watershed moment in their relationship with the royal family, because the, you know, the last documentary didn't go down too well when Harry was... Talking about um, you know the relationship with his brother. Talking about the relationship with the media. Megan's comments. Nobody asked me if I okay. That you know the, these things. It's felt that that was quite an unfair comment because members of the royal family had had really really tried to 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 bring Megan in, and certainly you know people like Prince Charles got on got on, and still do get on famously well with her, and uh, they everyone just thought that was a, a tad unfair. Um, my, my view is that these never, ever end well. I mean, I can't, what, what instance is there where a big royal chat has gone to plan? Especially when there is um, things in the background that, that haven't been resolved, like relationships, that their, their relationship with the royal family moving forward. Um, I, just, I just can, I can foresee fireworks so oh, let's yeah. see what happens.
1: Looking forward to it for sure. Constance Lanyan says, please stop the whining and the pearl clutching. The Sussexes are not going to reveal any dark secrets about the royal family. They probably know what questions Oprah will ask well in advance anyway. I do want to hear about their projects with Netflix and the podcast and about Sweetie Archie. I mean, I think everybody will be hoping to for a little update and see how Archie is doing now. He will be getting bigger and looking forward to being a big brother. Russell, did they let you out this week? Did you get to go no, out and about?
0: I didn't. I didn't. I was supposed to go to Birmingham, to um to go and see prince charles and camilla visiting a covid vaccination hub but uh, my wife was poorly so i was holding holding the baby with one arm and typing with another and then and was, actually that was yesterday i'm li- i'm literally losing track of time that was yesterday so then um then i was working to the wee hours with prince philip's illness so it's been it's been non-stop so yeah wow. another, another week I, I i can't see they're going to let me out anytime soon <laughs> Send help <laughs> then then more, more flapjacks,
1: flapjacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh good right oh i've not made flapjacks in ages i meant to make those at primary school maybe i'll have to have a go this weekend that's too tempting too tempting russell you're trouble for all of us i am i am right so everybody you can send your favorite flapjack recipes to russell oh, on, twi- on twitter idea. at rj myers on instagram he's at russell j myers send put us a picture of a flapjack on on your instagram next time you're eating one please russell that's I required, it. I required. It. it's a required. vegan
0: one this one actually it's, a, it's a quite tasty a vegan, a vegan. Oh. it's a, pretty, a british classic revolutionary okay. <laughs> all right well we, we all know what
1: we all know what russell's doing <laughs> next Anyway, um, well, who knows what will be coming next? We weren't expecting any of the things that have happened this week, I think, since the court ruling. So anyway, who knows where we'll be by this time next week, although probably still in our spare bedrooms yes. with with our headset mics yeah. um, cl- talking to each other about the life of the Royal Family. Oh, Listeners, thank
0: you. Let Go us on. know what you think of our headsets.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure people will not be shy. <laughs> oh but anyway right listeners thank you very much for joining us this week as ever i hope you've um, enjoyed our gallop through the latest news from the sussexes and we'll look forward to seeing you next time um do see us on twitter on instagram but stay safe stay well and until next time
0: i the queen